Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Courage to Live Your Dreams. I am Luana Parker, the CEO and producer, as well as the host for this show. We're so grateful that you're taking some time out of your busy schedule to spend it with us. And I am particularly grateful because I have a woman with me tonight. It's the strangest thing. We, we found ourselves at a number of meetings. And so it was only natural that we should introduce ourselves and get to know one another. And I am particularly thrilled because she is not just an ex-attorney. I think I have that right. But she is a puppeteer and she's very good at what she does. Uh, as a, an attorney turned speaker, entertainer and MC, Benita Joy Yoder is known as the court jester. She delivers memorable presentations with, uh, with ventriloquism, wit, and wisdom that can be adapted to suit your virtual or in-person event. Her mission, inspiring you to express your inner joy through humor, high-mindedness, and lightheartedness. Bonita's joy, Bonita's joy experience includes magic, and ventriloquism performances and over 25 years of law practice and real estate investing. She is a contributor to the tour collaborative books, a former syndicated magazine columnist and author of a forthcoming book, Applying Ventriloquism as a metaphor for her business and life. Benita Joy's speaking, speaking topics include, tickle that funny bone, use humor to leverage, healthy hecklers in your head to increase your positive self-talk and sink your swamp stop the saboteurs self-doubts and stuff from stealing your stamina the <laughs> need <laughs> <laughs> joy believes in humor is seriously needed in the world to lighten things up and we are going to give her contact information for you so that you can reach out to her because today I am just thrilled that she has consented to be on my show. And you are going to have a wonderful opportunity to enjoy her. So, Bonita. Yes. <laughs> hey, how come, how come they didn't introduce me? Because you, you, uh, I'm the one being interviewed. Yeah, but I'm the cute one. Oh. <laughs> you like my pigtails? Oh, my gosh. Yes, I do. I used to wear pigtails myself. <laughs> yeah, this is Ruby. Well, yeah, Ruby. Welcome and I'm the, the star. <laughs> of course you are. So but why don't you two tell us a little bit about who you really are and what made you decide to get into ventriloquism? And please let Ruby do some talking too talking no we have to share <laughs> oh okay <laughs> well when i was about ruby's age when i was about five years old i was at a family reunion on my mother's side we had those every three years and we had talent shows it was a creative side of the family my mother's side at any rate my older brother <laughs> brother my older cousin did he cuss no no he didn't cuss. He's a, but he's a cousin, cousin. No, no, a cousin, not a cousin. Okay. 
he carried this wooden doll up front, put the doll on his lap, called this doll Woody and started talking to him. What happened? Everybody started laughing. And I'm like, what in the heck? I know this guy isn't real, but he seemed real. And that just stayed with me for years. It really intrigued me. It was me too. Yeah. When I was 16, I checked the book out from the library by Paul Winchell called Ventriloquism for Fun and Profit. Spent hours in front of the mirror. Taught myself to be a ventriloquist. And then I joined the Wizards of Wichita, a magic club that was in Kansas. It started doing half hour magic and ventriloquism, ventriloquism shows. <laughs> and oh, oh, she's <laughs> actually a recovering attorney, not an ex. Oh, ah. that means that that means that she still technically is. Oh well, I do have my license. Yes, well, I'm right so to get my license so I can drive. <laughs> That's a different kind of license. <laughs> So since you still have your license, does that mean you still practice? A tiny bit, but I'm mostly recovered, which means it's on to other paths. Yeah. <laughs> but it's always useful to keep the license, you know. This is true. This is true. So get doing ventriloquism. Um, how do you feel that um, the humor that you mentioned uh, helps other people? Uh, oh, you know, there's so much negativity going on today. I think what you're talking about is great. So fill us in a little on how you feel that uh, humor can help us. Ah, uh, it helps people lighten up. Yeah, to be more lighthearted, <laughs> light-minded. It's so serious out there. People are so scared and worried. It's just the way of the world sometimes for some people, not everyone. We're here to remind people to remember and express your inner joy. Joy, my middle name, is what I'm really up to. And uh, humor is a gateway drug, the joy. Oh, <laughs> It's important. There's so many things that humor can help with, such as, well, if you're laughing, it's hard to be in fear. And joy, I think, is like the opposite of fear. Mm -hmm. So if you're in joy, your state of being is joy, it's hard to be feeling fear in that moment. It's you know, one moment at a time. I agree with you 100% on that, because if I'm laughing and having a good time, I don't have time to be feeling sad. I don't have time to be worried about what the neighbor next door might be doing. I'm just enjoying myself. And the great thing is when you're enjoying yourself, others want to be part of that. Yeah. Gonna, and, yeah. And it's good to have your inner child. Not only that, but Laughter is, what do they say? The best medicine. Yeah, that's right. I have heard that. And if there's a man, Norman Cousins, who watched comedy movies and got healed from his 
disease. He also wrote a book called The Anatomy of an Illness. Mm -hmm. But there's so much free comedy and humor out there in the world. I mean, all you got to do is turn on your phone, go to YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) And there's improv shows, you know, in person, Mm -hmm. virtual. What's it? It's where people kind of make up stuff as they go. They do. Yeah, it's also been said, by the way, that truth is funnier than anything you can make up. That a lot of times truth, the truth is funnier than, quote, comedy that's scripted. (laughs) I've heard that too. But I'm curious about something because I remember when I was a kid, I used to try to do ventriloquism because I thought over how great it would be to have kids admire me if I could do that. And I never could. How did you do that? I mean, was it difficult to learn? You know, it's not an innate skill. I mean, sometimes Mm -hmm. people think you have to be born with a, you know, a trick throat or something. You Mm -hmm. don't, no, no, no. It's like playing a musical instrument. You Mm -hmm. practice. It's like, what, is it hard to learn to play a violin? It's kind of like that. (laughs) There's different levels of it, different skill Mm -hmm. levels, but it's consistency and staying with it, Mm -hmm. staying focused until you feel comfortable. Yeah, until you don't move your lips very much. You know, (laughs) Edgar Bergen was a star. Well, actually, his ventriloquial figure, Charlie McCarthy, was really the star, but they appeared on radio. It was amazing because even though it was on a radio, they were very entertaining. Mm-hmm. And he actually got a little loose with his lip movement because people weren't watching him. But, you know, <laughs> it didn't matter. Even when he was in person, people had in their, they had in their mind the image of Charlie McCarthy on the radio. Mm-hmm. I missed that about radio. Um, uh, before I move on, was it, did it take you a long time to learn to do that? I know you say you got to stay steady to the course and practice. Yeah, but... I don't remember exactly how long. I'm guessing some months. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I just remember there was a stairway going up to my brother's room. At the bottom of the stairway, there was a mirror mm-hmm. and a vanity. I mean, just a, a sink with a mirror. And I would pull up a chair stool and just sit there and practice. I started first by reading lines of the newspaper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. I picked up a newspaper, you know, and then I would read one line in my voice and another line in a different voice, like mm-hmm. a higher pitch voice. Then the next line, my voice, I would alternate just to get used to the idea of switching voices back and forth. That's how I started. Yeah. Then That's I a start, wonderful idea. Yeah, I think I got it out of the book. And it, but the switching the voices, you know, that's one thing. And then also practice the different letters and, you know, they practice saying words. And it's just one of those things where it, it gets easier over time. I bet that came in handy when you were a lawyer, you're an attorney. Um, but Hot in the words and the witnesses when you, when, you now. <laughs> when you when you have to give a speech, you can 
you can do those different voices and keep people from getting bored. What a wonderful, no, oh, that's great. Absolutely. Actually, great. when I was a very young attorney, I had a number of disorderly conduct cases I was involved with. They were free speech cases. Mm -hmm. The prosecutor and I, towards the end of all those, we, we cooked up something where he would take a recess and then have the judge come back in. I'd have my little ventriloquial figure, Clyde, I had at the time, the traditional wooden kind. Then the prosecutor read the charge, disorderly conduct. Mm -hmm. And the judge sentenced, the judge was very quick-witted. And he played along and he sentenced him to termites. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not wooden. Yeah. I'm a living doll. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> Great that the judge has such a sense of humor. <laughs> you know, people think that humor is not appropriate in serious situations. It, but it's not. Well, actually... It can be extremely appropriate. Mm -hmm. Just, I, I want to share with you, when I was going through the security entrance to a courthouse, mm -hmm. there were three uniformed officers there. As I was going through, I said, do we really need to spend our taxpayers' money on three of you? And I came out through the metal detector and this one middle-aged uniformed guy turned to me and said, it takes three of us to corral you. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I did I laughed and I turned to him and said tell me how you use humor in law enforcement because obviously he did he said well when you're questioning somebody and you demonstrate a sense of humor they know you're human but it breaks the ice they relax and open up I went that's it that's mm -hmm what I talk about. I mean, that's basically the whole talk. People relax, it breaks the ice, they relax and open up. And they remember how there's mm -hmm. studies about how they remember. But think about Southwest Airlines. Have you ever flown on Southwest? Yes, I have. And they had a humor culture of singing little silly songs and telling jokes. And studies showed that when the oxygen mask announcements were being made, people listen more when they thought that something funny might be said or sung or whatever. Mm -hmm. I can believe that. Um, it makes perfect sense. I just know that anytime I'm around a stranger and I'm not sure how to get a conversation going, uh, if I say something that's a little bit humorous, it breaks the ice and we can, we can get a conversation going and whether they, I don't know how they might've felt about me before, but whatever it is, it's changed, at least during our conversation. Uh -huh. <laughs> so I love that uh, use of sense of humor. So what type of groups do you speak to? Well, well, let me answer that. We love the MC. That's what I wanted to say. We love the MC <laughs> for associations, could be fundraisers where they have variety shows with their members, professional mm -hmm. women's groups, mm -hmm. entrepreneurs, but conferences and associations. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's great. So all of you out there listening, if you know of any women's group associations or any type of organization that's looking for a good 
MC with great sense of humor and with her pal Ruby alongside her, please contact Benita. Benita, before we forget, tell us how we can reach out to you. Well, let me share a place where you can go and get a free gift from me. It's a humor journal. And I can say a little more about that because one of the ways to develop a humorous mindset is to write down funny things that happen that you observe. But I created a humor journal that has 10 writing prompts to help stimulate your mind to notice the fun and funny. Yeah. You can go to joy.funandfunnier.com to receive that gift. That's joy, J-O-Y dot funandfunnier.com. And how else do they reach you? <laughs> LinkedIn, Benita Joy Yoder, have a YouTube channel. And you can email me at benitajoyspeaker at gmail.com. Thank you. We will have that information out there, but it's always good to enter just in case someone has to leave early. I'm going to leave early. I'm going to go get it now. Okay. <laughs> Bye, Ruby. <laughs> All right, Ruby. Say one for me now. <laughs> I forgot <laughs> to stand some extra sense of humor in this body of mine. <laughs> You've heard of a gratitude journal, right, Luana? Yes, I, I have. In fact, I have one. Um, yes, in fact, you're into journaling several. and you teach journaling. So. Yes, I do. It's the same concept, you know, and Oprah talks about writing your three gratitudes mm -hmm. down that helps rewire your brain, mm -hmm. keeping track of funny situations in your life and funny things the kids in your life say, and also the adults helps rewire your brain to look for the fun <laughs> and funny. I mean, is the glass half empty or half full? Sometimes you can be sad or you can laugh and that's the flip side of mm -hmm. the same kind point. Of, kind of like Henry Ford said, if you think you're happy you, uh, or if you think you're sad, you're right. So it's all in what you decide up here. That's wonderful. You're right. I lost your left-handed. <laughs> oh, hi. Oh, well, who is this? Sandy, Sandy. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, nice to meet you. Yeah, yeah. I had to stop for a moment. I'm busy running, running my election campaign. What are you running for? President of what? The United States. Well, you can't be president. Why not? You're just a puppet. And your point is, oh, <laughs> Sammy, you're, you're not qualified. But I have orange hair. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's great. So, Sammy, why do you want to be president? Because I want everyone to get along <laughs> and, and make them laugh. And that'll help us get along. You know, humor is very good for easing the tension. It mm. can help with conflict resolution. Yes, it can. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And I don't want to be a pacifist. You don't want to be a pacifist? <laughs> no, I don't want to pass one fist after the other. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, Sammy, good luck on your running your campaign. And um, who knows, maybe next year we'll see you being installed into office. 
<laughs> yeah, at least I could be the mascot. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's great. Everyone uh, should have their own puppet. You know, there's something to that because puppets get by with saying anything. Mm -hmm. We're truth tellers. Just imagine you know everybody carrying around a puppet. The puppet said the thing you would <laughs> I hadn't planned this, but do you have a little, little bit of a short show that you could do for us? Oh, well, Sammy. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm going to go. You are. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll see if there's someone else who wants to come in. Oh. And who uh, is hello, this? Hello. I'm having a good hair day. Yeah, this is. <laughs> tell them your name. Claire. Your last name. Flint. Claire Flint. Yeah. So Love you me. have ESP. Just like you. Just like me. <laughs> Extra Hello, Claire. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Laura. Doctor. So nice to have you here. Yeah. So, <laughs> do you think I have ESP, extrasensory perception? No, extrasensory perspiration. Oh. <laughs> don't sweat it. Well, I don't. Don't. Give away my secret. Your secret isn't doing any good. You need some dial deodorant. Oh, be careful Ooh. how you talk about me because I I deserve some respect. I'm a lawyer. You're a liar. I'm a lawyer. A liar? A lawyer. Oh, what's the difference? Oh. <laughs> difference is I'm a member of the bar. At my age, I'm a member of all the bars. Oh. What kind Who's of bars? Person? That's our host. What kind of bars, Claire? The Flamingo Bar. <laughs> yeah, well, Claire the difference is, so is with nice the bar, to have Yeah, oh, oh, oh. Candy bars. Oh, candy bars. Well, we will probably have to run a race on candy bars because I have a sweet tooth that no one can match which one is it you know it's a it's a wonder i'm not as big as a house because i love sweets so much <laughs> they keep telling me to watch out but i just can't seem to avoid them so if someone well no i can't say that i was gonna say if someone had an addiction mine would be sweets but i think maybe it's romance books that would be my addiction uh -oh! Sweet love. <laughs> <laughs> well, what else would you like to share with us? Oh, well, that, uh, that, uh, I got these hecklers in my head. Hecklers? Ah. Yeah, like you. Well, me. Uh, what, what other kind of hecklers? Uh, these thoughts, these thoughts. What kind of thoughts? That I'm too old. You're too old. Yeah, to do what I want to do, and I'm not good mm -hmm. enough. Well, you know how to work with that, don't you? How? The three R's. Reading, writing, and arithmetic? No, no, no. Recognize, resist, and reframe. Yeah, how's that work? When you hear yourself say, I'm not good enough, you've got to catch it. When you recognize it, that's the first step to become aware of it. 
what's the second? The second is to resist it. Hell, if you're by yourself, you could actually say out loud, shut up, shut up. Or if you're with other people, you could just whisper in your own ear, shh, it's not your turn. <laughs> shh, then what? <laughs> then you come up with something else to replace that <laughs> thought with. Like instead of I'm too old, something uh, not I'm too old, but I'm not dead yet. Uh, that wasn't exactly what I had in mind. I was thinking, uh, what what's a positive, kind of affirmative positive? I'm the perfect age to do what I want. There you go. That's the three R's. <laughs> Recognize, resist, and reframe. You know, I heard you do that talk before, and I absolutely love it. I think it's perfect because that's exactly what we need to do I know myself those negatives still try to get into my head and I have to turn them away <laughs> it's like I wrote in my book and I said fear came knocking at the door one door one day I opened the door it asked to come in and I stepped aside and let it in then it refused to go away oh. that what you're saying is perfect because now, whenever uh, negative starts knocking on my door, I can tell it, you're not welcome here. Find some place oh, else. I like that. <laughs> That's great. Absolutely great. And I did write that down. Thank you for sharing that again with uh, my audience, because I'm sure there's someone out there who needed to hear what you just said. It is so important. Ladies and gentlemen. If you start feeling that you're too old, wipe that out your head. It's as she says, you're the perfect age. Do you know how many young folks need to be listening to us? <laughs> right. You've already gone through the things that they're starting to go through. <laughs> it's called wisdom. There you go. <laughs> you go. <laughs> well, Benita, I want to thank you and Claire, as well as Ruby and Sammy for being a part of the show today. You've entertained us very well and you are so good. I, I kept watching to see if I could catch you, but I didn't. You are good, girl. Of course I'm good. <laughs> you are very good. I never saw your lips moving at all uh, when, well, you know, when Claire was speaking, you were very quiet. <laughs> and, and you just listen to Claire. <laughs> That's wonderful that you could you were able to achieve that to accomplish such a what seems to me such a difficult thing to do. So once again, share with us your contact information for those who may have missed it before. I want to make sure everyone has the opportunity to reach out to you. Yes, my email is Benita Joy Speaker. B-O-N-I-T-A-J-O-I-S-P-E-A-K-E-R at gmail.com. And Claire also receives her email at that address. We share. <laughs> and for a free humor journal with 10 writing prompts to help you notice and observe the humor in your life, to develop the humor muscle so that you can focus on what's fun and funny, 
and be in a joyous state of being, go to joy.funandfunnier.com. <laughs> I like Claire her. Is not yes. to be outdone. <laughs> well, she thank has you, a Claire, nice for coming laugh. on. Thank you for sharing your thoughts with us today. And Bonita, again, I th think you did a fabulous job. You were a great guest today. And I love your pearls of wisdom that you shared with us. And I'm I'm absolutely positive that there are those out there listening who are thinking, you know what? I need to change how I've been talking to myself. So thank yeah, you again for that. Yeah, even if you're not a ventriloquist, watch how you talk to yourself. <laughs> exactly. And for those of you who are here with us today and maybe listening to the show at a later time, we want to thank you for being a part of the program. And we are going to try to have Bonita come back again at another time because I just love what she does. We are the Courage to Live Your Dream Show. And as you know, we're all about helping you to step out there and do the thing that you want to do. That you sometimes may think, as Claire told us, I'm too old. Well, you're never too old to start your dreams. As long as you have that dream in your heart, there's a place for it and you can do it. So until next time, please, please, please do everything you can to stay safe and always keep the faith.